Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Seven words that'll scare any politician. Roy Green is holding on line one. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network continues. Dr. Jerry Pretty is the Alberta Senior Officer of Health. He'll join us in the next half hour. Last uh, Sunday, Rachel, an Alberta mother who refuses to vaccinate her child, was a guest. And the Alberta Officer of Health's office contacted us, and they uh, suggested we speak with the Provincial Officer of Health about the value of childhood vaccines, which we will do. We will not take Rachel to task. We won't talk about Rachel's decision specifically. She, as I said earlier, is a... A mom who is just sharing her story. She's not a politician. She doesn't represent an association. So we'll talk about the issue of vaccination with the medical officer of health uh, generically. And they do have a mumps issue in Edmonton. And in Europe, there's a measles outbreak. And uh, some medical people are saying that has a lot to do with parents increasingly refusing vaccinations for their kids. You know, uh, Lenore Skenazy has been a guest on this program many times over the last 10 years or so. She was dubbed America's worst mother because she allowed her son to ride unaccompanied on the New York subway. Nothing happened. Everything worked out well. He was 10 years old. Mom had properly prepared him. But she was still dubbed America's worst mother. And to many people, well, that's the title that stuck. She has a a blog called Free Range Kids. And we normally talk to uh, Lenore about issues she has encountered. I was on her blog the other day, and I I saw a a story from another blogger, and it had to do, as I've been telling you, with a mom who was at a restaurant um, at a mall and was sitting beside another mother with kids, and that's what happened uh, afterward that uh, that got our attention. And the headline of of the blog piece is, Sometimes you just want to punch a judgmental stranger in the face by Nicole Roder, R-O-D-E-R. And uh, her blog and her site is NicoleRoder.com, NicoleRoder.com, N-I-C-O-L-E. You sound like such a nice person. I don't think you're really talking about punching somebody in the face, are you, Nicole? (laughs) Well, honestly, I wouldn't actually punch anyone in the face. It's just kind of the feeling of, you know... Being so upset and angry and then just offended that um, I, I didn't really know what to say, honestly. Well, tell us what happened. Uh, I'll just set the scene. You're, you're right that you were in a, uh, in a Target, in a little cafe area, cafe area at a Target uh-huh. store with your family. Right. And uh-huh. uh, your husband was waiting in line at Starbucks. And you have four kids with you. Right. Uh, bit of a challenge for any one parent with the other parent off somewhere. Uh, uh-huh. So what happens? What's the what happened here? What's what's the dynamic that took place? Well, um, we we actually do this every Sunday. We go to Target right after church, and if the kids have been, and I do my grocery shopping, and if the kids were good at church, then they get a treat from the Starbucks. So we were sitting there in Starbucks. My husband was in line, 
I was working on my grocery list, and there was this mom with two little boys sitting at the table next to us. Um, and at one point, I looked up, and I caught her eye, and I smiled, but she didn't smile back. She was making a this kind of terrified look with, on her face, like, you know, oh, something crazy's happening to me. And um, I was just like, okay. So I, I went back to my grocery list. My kids were really honestly being pretty calm and quiet, which I will be the first to admit is not um, the way it always is for grocery shopping. I doubt you're the only parent who would say that. (laughs) Yeah, anybody who's been grocery shopping with kids knows it can be a challenge. Um, But they were being pretty quiet. They were eating, and um, my son, my five-year-old son, was climbing on a stool behind me. Um, And uh, so... After I'd gone back to my grocery list and hadn't looked at that woman for a couple of minutes, she called me to get my attention and said, excuse me, are you with him? And looked over at my son. And I said, yes. And she said, what he's doing is dangerous. You need to make him stop. And I looked over again thinking, like, you know, what, has he gotten a hold of a blowtorch or something? (laughs) (laughs) But no, he was still just climbing on the stool. Uh, so I looked at her and I said, he's fine. And she said, well, you know, I'm very uncomfortable with my children witnessing this. Oh, come influencing. on. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding? I, I, I just kind of looked at her quizzically, like, are you serious? And she just kept on staring at me. Her eyes were bugged wide open. Like, <laughs> like she couldn't believe that everybody in the world wasn't insisting that this was the most dangerous spectacle they'd ever witnessed. And I said, um, I, it's, you know, thanks for letting me know, but he's fine. Um, and she said, you know, you're putting the staff in danger, too. I bet they wouldn't like that. I could call somebody over. And <laughs> that's when I laughed because they, they really love me at Target. I'm practically their customer of the year. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I shop there so often, and, and I'm a pretty friendly customer. So a lot of them know my name and they're real nice to me and I'm real nice to them. So, you know, that wasn't going to work out well for her. But um, I, so I just said to her, you know what, why don't you raise your kids and I'll raise mine. Um, I just think, you know, there are so many people these days who look at parents that they meet out in public at a store or a park or restaurant or whatever, and have such strong opinions about what we are doing with our children and feel the need for some reason to um, tell us that we're doing it all wrong. And she did, in fact, go and complain to somebody, did she not? Oh, yeah, she did. When, um, when after our conversation ended, she walked up to the Starbucks counter and complained about me. And now, since, like I said, the employees at this Target all love me so much, they knew, you know, who I was and who she was talking about. And they, one of them, uh, the, the woman she complained to came up to me afterwards and she was like, oh my goodness, that lady, she was so crazy. I just wanted to hide in the back until she was gone. <laughs> Do you know who I feel really sorry for? Her kids. Mm-hmm. Sounds like yeah. they have a fun life. Mm-hmm. If, if all, your son, mean, all your son is doing is climbing on a stool, and that, can, for, that for a little boy can be an exciting adventure that can go on for a whole afternoon. Um, yeah. and if I remember my childhood reasonably well, 
And, uh-huh. and she just she, – this was just building up and building up and building up in her. And uh-huh. then she eventually couldn't hold it in anymore and she took you to task and she went and complained right. about you. So, so, so I mean, what do you say? You, you weren't very happy from what I gather from your, from your blog post. You, weren't, you didn't feel your response was strong enough. No. I, I, you know how you always, you, if you get into any kind of argument or confrontation, there's always like a million better things oh, sure. you can think of oh, sure. after it's over. I should know? have said, I should have said, we've all played that game. I right. should have said this. I, and sometimes we actually prepare for a moment. If you know that something, and sometimes when uh, I've talked to friends of mine who talk, do talk radio, they're going to take one on an issue, and they know somebody's going to say a certain thing somewhere along uh-huh. the line. A caller is going to say a certain thing, and so you prepare uh-huh. a line. I'm giving away a trade secret. So you prepare a line before the show, and then you let them have it. Right. <laughs> well, what I, what I decided that I should have said in this situation was, oh, don't worry. He has to do 10 more of those to earn his beer and cigarettes. Uh-huh. Later, I'm going to make him run with scissors. Yeah, I mean, so what's the response? What's the response been from your readers? Oh, I've gotten lots of positive comments. People telling me stories about times that they've um, that they've been judged by other parents in public, or, or just other people in public. There was one uh, reader who told me that um, she was at a playground with her friend, and they both had their kids, and. Her one of her children put rocks in her mouth, and the friend was, you know, very, like, rocks are dirty. And she's like, all right. <laughs> um, and and another reader who told me that her son was climbing a tree in her front yard, and um, a woman walking by actually came up and knocked on her door to tell her that she shouldn't let her her son climb the tree. <laughs> that's, what, that's why trees are there. That's the only reason for the existence of trees, so little boys can cry and climb them, and little girls too. Let me just read to my listeners a little bit of an email that you sent me. Uh, I didn't ask you to, sure. to, to grab it, so I'm, I've got it in front of me. I asked you to give me some, or at least some examples of what, what cause may cause this. And, and you wrote, we have here in Maryland a law that makes it a crime to leave any child under the age of eight alone in a house, a car, or any enclosure for any length of time unless the enclosure is within direct eyesight. So let's say I went grocery shopping and brought my kids and the groceries out to the car, buckled the kids in, put the groceries in the trunk, then took the shopping cart back, I'd be breaking the law, right? Because you're taking the shopping cart back. And then you, 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 you write, or if I were cooking dinner and realized I was out of olive oil and ran to the neighbor's house to borrow some, I'd be breaking the law open the front door and my dog runs off, so I have to chase her down the street. If I run after the dog without bringing my kids with me, I'm breaking mm-hmm. the law. Pick up my kids and from the bus stop without walking, waking the sleeping baby, also against the law. Mm-hmm. Great. What yep. are you supposed to do? Yes. I, I guess they expect me to wake my sleeping baby. I guess. <laughs> um, I, and the ironic thing is, um, now I have four kids. Three of them are in school. Um, and uh, the oldest is nine, and then she has a sister who's about to turn eight, and I have a five-year-old. Um, now, I will let my five-year-old walk home from the bus stop with his sisters, uh, as long as his sisters are there. Um, but if the, his sisters aren't there, then I don't exactly trust him to cross the street by himself, so I go out there. But the law says that it's okay for me to let him walk home without me 
and not go to the bus stop to meet him. It's just not okay for me to leave the house and leave my baby sleeping. Um, so, you know, it, it, in my opinion, and in the opinion of a lot of people, I think, the parent is the one who is the most equipped to judge what is the safest and the best for their own kids. Right. Some other five-year-olds might um, be better at crossing the street than mine, and there's nothing wrong with just letting them walk home by themselves. Um, and Or I might think it's better for me to be out there at the bus stop and my baby, if he's sleeping in his crib that he can't get out of, nothing, no harm is going to come to him. The scary like, thing. The, the, house for a couple minutes. the scary thing is, is the woman at the mall who was there with you, she's the one who's writing the laws. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's the one who's going to get engaged, get involved, and go to the town hall meetings or the city meetings, city council meetings, and she's going to mm-hmm. press for bylaws. She's going to push and push and push. She'll get a half a dozen people to go along with her and provide a consensus. And then before you know it, Nicole, you've got another regulation to live by. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so in, in about 20 seconds, what do you want to say to these people directly? That, you know, we, we know we have people listening now who cannot keep their opinions to themselves about how parents should parent. What do you want to say to them? Just think about how you um, think about what the world would be like if every decision that we made had to be regulated by everybody else, depending on what everyone's comfortable with. Do you really want to live in a world like that? I know I don't. I don't. Thank you, Nicole. I appreciate the time. Thank you. NicoleRoder.com is where you'll find the website, or at least the uh, the blog for Nicole. Nicole Roder, R-O-D-E-R, and I-C-O-L-E-R-O-D-E-R. Sometimes you just want to punch a judgmental stranger in the face. So I, uh, I am just curious. I see a story like this, and I, I ask myself, does this happen in an isolated arena only? Does it only happen to three or four people um, in the world or in North America in, in a year? Or is it something that's happening more frequently? And that is somebody else butting into how you make decisions about your kids and your life. Maybe not even your kids, just how you live your life. There are always people who, uh, you know, there'll always be somebody, if you broad base it beyond the kids, there's always going to be somebody who will tell you how you should live, live your life. If you lose weight, you've lost too much. If you're too heavy, you better lose weight. They, they always are the ones who are going to tell you what to do. And in this case, they tell you what to do with your kids. Have you ever, have you ever been on the receiving end of advice from someone about how to raise your kids or live your life that you could live without, advice that you could live without, but you haven't been able to forget. 1-800-263-2428. Have you ever been given advice, almost had it rammed down your throat, about how to live your life or how you should parent your kids without you asking for the advice? 1-800-263-2428. And here we're going to challenge for the truth. Are you one of the people who gives advice to someone you don't even know? Why? 1-800-263-2428. I may get a call from the former group. I doubt I'll get a call from the latter group. 800-263-2428. We'll come right back. 